Hi, my name is Nick Tibusek, and you are about to bring your strength and skills, and through that, your body to a complete new level with this podcast. In this podcast, you're not only learning about what's needed to train successfully, but also how to stay healthy and in shape long term. As a calisthenics athlete and coach, I train some of the best athletes in the world, and I will show you what details really matter and how to use the three cornerstones of planning, technique and mindset to build yourself into the best version of yourself. This podcast is a combination of science, practical experience and personal stories, which used in the right way will change your whole life. If you want more performance, look great, have more skills and mental power, for your training, you're exactly right here. Because here you will learn how to make that happen. Welcome to the Strength and Skills Podcast. Let's walk the walk. It's a whole nother level now. This is a whole nother, another level. Yeah. So as we had, we had the pull talk, we had the dip talk. I think we also had a kind of a muscle up talk. But now... We want to take on the female side a little bit more. I think the closest thing that comes to this is the arm talk. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah. As, I, as I said, I think this is a completely different level now. Yeah. Now, now we're going to talk about how to actually build a big booty. And this is going to be interesting. As you know, we say that's a female thing, but I wouldn't even say it's just a female thing because glutes... When you build them up, they get stronger, and that's super interesting for pretty much every guy as well. You need strong glutes for pretty much every lower body lift. Even for sprinters, it's super interesting. Uh, you know what? I had a friend. I do have, still have him as a friend, <laughs> Billy. Um, he did a study for his university where he tested um, if hip thrusts will help you sprint better times. And of course it did, because when we look at it, what does the glute do? It does extend the hip. What do you have to do for running and sprinting? Got to extend the hip. And so, of course, it works better. Of course, you know, when you get stronger, you're going to be better at that. And um, this, this was a super interesting part. But um, on the other hand, I think there's so much misconception when it comes to the glutes, like yeah. doing crab walks, glute kickbacks, and all that stuff. What are your opinions about what would what would be your number one exercise to build up a big fat booty? <laughs> okay, um, my number one exercise, I would definitely say it's got to be the hip thrust if we want to like train the glute and it's like almost quote-unquote pure function you know yeah. uh because you're always gonna have with movements like squats and rdls or deadlifts in general you're gonna have other muscle groups um like involved and potentially be a limiting factor if you want to um isolate the glute in a way you know i'm not saying that you're purely isolating the glute with the hip thrust but you're training it to its closest function which is the hip extension as you mentioned and uh, there are some little tweaks to the motion that you can do 
uh, to then maybe have even extra glute focus or uh, tackle other parts of the glute, uh, like maybe adding a band around your knees and then also cueing yourself in a way, okay, as I'm extending the hip, let me maybe try and drive the knees out and end up on the outer shin, outer edge of my, of my uh, feet. And yeah. in that way, you can also have this external rotation of the hip, uh, yeah. which, also, which also is one of the functions of certain parts of the glute. Um, yeah. So I would say that's that that is my number one pick if someone uh, were to have issues with either building glute mass or uh, cure glute strength. So that's super interesting because you also will have some people who will tell you, yeah, you don't even need the hip thrust. If you just squat and deadlift, then you're good to go. Yeah. And on the other hand, there was a study, I think it came out, it must have been 2020 or 21, um, which was quite a big thing um, because they tested the um, which exercises actually working the glutes the most when you when you check that on this electric scale, you know. Yeah. And um, it was actually the step up that had the mm. best markers, and that's super interesting, and it makes so much sense Absolutely. because you are in a completely stretched version of the glute. And the interesting part here is what we also have to keep in mind, you do that unilateral. And as you do it unilateral and you're definitely deeper than in a, a split squat and stuff like that. Uh, so you, you have a longer way, you know, um, you ha also have to stabilize the knee the whole time. And one thing that we have to keep in mind when it comes to um, the, the glutes, it's not just hip extending in a straight way, which is pretty much the glute maximus. But we also have the glute medialis. And that does kind of a little bit of the external rotation. So you always have this internal and external rotation of the, the femur, which is the bone of the, the uh, leg, the upper bone, you know, and that has to be stabilized within the hip so that you don't <laughs> lose the leg, you know. Um, the leg doesn't fall off. <laughs> And one of, of the, the um, things that the um, glute has to do is also stabilizing that. And so I think why we have so much glute work here is because um, both sides of the glute have to work here very, very much. And um, this is a super interesting thing. This is actually also another thing why I like step-ups as an uh, assistance exercise for a lot of good lifters, you know. I really like them to to put them into a, a program on the right on at the right time for the right person. Yeah, just amazing, you know. Of yeah. course, it's always a little bit individual how to put that in. Yeah, not everyone needs it, but a lot of people really profit from it, and it's one of my go-to exercises. Really gotta commit that. Um, yeah, when when we look at that, it makes absolutely sense why the step up is the one that has the best markers there. So. Um, that that was super interesting, but of course, as you said, other muscles are involved as well. And um, also here, we have to check out for some stuff um, that we have to look for when it comes to the step ups if we want to do them knee do uh, knee or hip dominant. And this is mm -hmm. also another super interesting topic. Would you say um, there's a special way how to do the hip thrust to build up more glutes as you said with the driving the knees out maybe using a band to uh, increase external rotation 
Um, you said something with putting the weight on the outer skirt. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like using this cue um, that as you're extending the hip, you wanna um, almost like put your feet only on the on the outer edge. Yeah. Um, so that you know this kind of intensifies this uh, rotation that's happening within the hip. Yeah. Um, and like one thing that I notice quite often with the hip thrust is like there are two extremes. You have people who are using uh, not enough weight, and then you have people who are loading it just too much. You know, yeah. loading it too much to the point where you're not—they're not able to fully extend the hip anymore, and the exercise almost becomes useless. Then you know. Yeah. And then also the other group, you know, the glute is is the biggest muscle within the body, and they're underestimating that potential by putting some really low weight on it, and then of course it's not going to really grow because it doesn't have the uh, proper stimulus for it. You know. Um, so, that's yeah. very important part to put that into here, as you said. You mean, I mean, we had these episodes where we explained how to drive um, hypertrophy. Yeah. And I think this is a very important part that you just said. If you want to grow the booty, you got to give that booty a stimulus. And we need a mechanical stimulus. It yeah. needs to be heavy for the glutes. I think this is why everybody is so much about squats and deadlifts, because that's probably the exercise that you most of the time load up the most. So that gets yeah. a lot of mechanical stress to that muscle just through the movements as you usually move a lot of weight there. So you should. If you don't, do it. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, like how, how, I, how I would program um, hip thrust is usually in a high rep range. Yeah. Like I would mostly stay in... Uh, 10 to 12 usually yeah. is going any lower and higher than that is uh, definitely going to be, you know, limiting you in um, that weight aspect. Um, and then also, uh, I think it's really valuable to um, always include a pause at the top because um, that ensures that, okay, people are certainly extending the hip fully and they have control over the motion. Quite often you see like people uh, not going all the way up or just, you know, um, spending a tiny moment at the top and then going immediately back down, like that's that's the hardest part of the motion, you know. Yeah. And you want to load the glute in it. You want to put that load on it in that hardest part. You want to really make it work hard because, as I, as you said, you know, um, you have to give the booty a reason to grow. Otherwise, yeah. nothing's going to happen. No change is going to happen. What I think is why the hip thrust at that place is also an extremely important one is usually when you extend the hip to the maximum in every other motion, you're usually standing. So um, yeah, at that time, when you have a weight in front of you, maybe from a deadlift or RDL or whatever that might be, or a squat, then it's on your shoulders. Um, at that time... The weight, as I mean, the, the energy that you have to use here, you know, from a physical side, the angle that we have, right there, the lever that we are working with, it, there's not so much working on the glutes at that point anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, we have those people who have a lack of um, the ability to lock out the deadlift and stuff like that. I know that, of course. But... Um, using the hip thrust for exactly that reason that you have to lock out and you are actually in the best position to really lock out 
and working against gravity in that position, you know, I think that makes it so valuable. I think that this is why this is such a good exercise for that. But I would always combine it with a deadlift and a squat variation as um, I would say bringing a lot of mechanical stress through a deadlift variation and a squat variation onto the the um, glute and then bringing in some more yeah you know, like like isolation work for the glute with the hip thrust is a very very good way to do so and um, I would even say it makes even more sense to then also have a unilateral um, exercise in there as well be the step up could also be the split squat i mean i know a lot of people who build up a very big booty by just doing certain split squat variations could be a bulgarian split squat could be a classic split squat with a barber whatever you want to use you can also use the dumbbells and stuff like that if you want to build up the glutes i would recommend at that time that's a i think that's a, an important information um to make a big step and lean forward. That makes it very, very hip dominant. And really try to not push from the other leg that's that's on on the on uh, behind you. Mm. And really try to do it all from the front leg and make the glute work a lot. That is a lot about muscle feeding, of course, as well. But I think these to, to have this in in mind when doing that. And also, I mean, these are like four exercises, and you have a good leg day, you know. Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much, yeah. It's um, crazy. And I think in certain cases, uh, what's also valuable to add in, uh, like not only from the hypertrophy aspect uh, of things, but also from a health standpoint and also performance, um, like adding in some pure hip abduction at the end of the workout. Like, yeah. like that can be machine work, and it is usually machine work because it's like the easiest way to train that range. Yeah. Um, and the great thing about machines is you already set up in a way that trains the muscle and its function, you know, so you don't have to worry about positioning too much. Yeah. Um, and I would never go boss to the walls in a machine. I would never go crazy on a machine. Like just put some lower load on it, go for higher reps. Like in this case, I would go like 14, 15, 16, maybe even above, you know, pump some blood in, in the tissue and uh, really have a nice way to kind of close the session. Um, this is also going to train those glute parts, as you mentioned, like the glute medius and the glute minimus yeah. that aren't usually quite tackled um, as they have different functions. Like they certainly help uh, with the hip extension, but they're also more geared towards that external rotation and the abduction of the hip, yeah. uh, which you don't, which you don't really have with all of the bigger motions that we mentioned before. Yeah. Uh, so like with that, together with everything else you mentioned, I think you have a really, really good glute workout. Absolutely. I think this is another thing that you also mentioned now um, with this abduction thing and the external rotation. Now we have to talk about the sumo deadlift as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a very important one when it comes to this whole thing with the booty as I think we should look at it from, from a standpoint of how to build up this amazing, this classic apple. How do we build that up or a peach, you know? To, to make it a, in a, into a good form. I mean, that's interesting for girls, but it's interesting for men as well, you know? 
um, having a good booty. I think uh, if, if you have a girlfriend, ask her. She's about, oh, yeah, I like a good booty on a man. Every girl likes that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like that. So um, I think when, when I look into what I've built on booties during the past years, you know, I think that the sumo deadlift was always something that helped building a good peach. You know, otherwise you have this glute and it comes out, but to have this, you have that flat back. And if you want that that look that it comes out, you know, like flat back, boing, you know, this thing. Yeah. yeah. You get me. Um, there you need the glute medius. You need it. Because if you if you don't have it there, it will be a flatter intro into the booty. You get me? You so, won't have the bulge. Yeah, you won't have the shock effect anymore. Exactly. So yeah. this is why I say this is such an important thing to to um, build up. And at at that point, um, also like like a sumo squat could be something that you can also use very well as an assistance exercise maybe starting off with normal squats having some rdls um having some hip thrusts um, maybe in a superset with a um, sumo um, squat and then ending things up with a nice uh split squat in the end would be such a good killer for the booty and that would be a very good booty workout actually i mean that that's uh, in my opinion, I think that's a very good way to build up a very good booty. So, yeah, and, and I haven't even done a kickback. And I think that's a very important topic that we also have to bring in here. Mm. How do yeah. you like the kickbacks? What do you think about them? Oof. That's, you know, um, I, I mean, I see where the people that are doing it are coming from. Like, you know, you're uh, doing that hip extension motion. And I, I mean, certainly you are training the glute, uh, but you have to question the effectiveness of that method, you know? Uh, we can definitely put it in the group of doing uh, the walks, uh, you know, the like abduction walks with the band, so yeah. where people just like are in a semi-squat position with the band around their knees and they're moving laterally. Um, and somehow that's considered to be a really good glute builder. Yeah. Like I honestly don't see a setting other than like warming up or maybe some rehab work uh, where that can be considered a, a good like glute hypertrophy exercise like those two. Uh, like certainly you are training the glutes uh, because you're moving where like the function of the glute is coming into play. Uh, but there's absolutely not enough load, not enough stimulus as we mentioned before for that to be an effective method for you to build up the glute. You know, and I think, um, you know, the fact that people are pushing that out so much and promoting that so much, uh, there's so much stigma now about the glute, you know, because of that. And uh, as, I, as you mentioned, I don't know why, but it's considered to be a female thing, you know, where like it shouldn't be like uh, everyone should should be able and should train the glute because yeah. you have so many benefits in literally everything, like not only lower body work, but as you mentioned, sprints, um, like any sport, yeah. like heck, even like weighted calisthenics athletes, like with their upper body work are going to benefit if they build up the glutes, you know, absolutely, uh, because of the connection with the posterior chain and the lats and so on. And yeah, um, yeah, like 
that those are some some of my thoughts when it comes to the kickbacks well um, i really have to say i think uh the, if, you, if you would ask me is there one um is, is there one muscle that really shows that you're an athlete then it's probably the glute because from the glute you see if the people do do the work mm. and that's super interesting um uh, so don't want to be rude on everybody but if you don't have a good glute i know you don't train <laughs> and of course it could be that you okay my glute does not grow very yeah. well and stuff like that you know i don't have a huge glute but i do have a good glute i think and um this is super interesting to to uh see um how less people are focused on that muscle but should be you know as um when you as you just mentioned you need the, the glute for so much for really so much and it's also connected to so much of your core stability and that's another point that i would really like to bring in here when we bring in the core stability point then you you have no reason anymore to not train the glutes as even if you are into more of a upper body training most of the time when you do more upper body training you also have this thing that you need a good core stability and the the glutes are definitely connected to that and uh, if they are working well then your 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 core works so much better and then you just profit from that and this is another important thing here to to add into this you know sure yeah yeah like people who have a good connection with the glute and are able to to feel it and contract it and uh just have like all around a good performance with it are just able like i feel like from what i saw they're able to control their hips so much better mm -hmm. and they're able to position the hip in a more efficient position so that they benefit in every other motion that they do you know like we have a lot of calisthenics athletes out there who just don't have this connection with the glute and uh, you just see the hips being all over the place when it comes to upper body motions you know uh but understanding how the hip moves and how how you're actually using the glute to control the motion of the hip is i think uh one crucial part to actually you know achieve overall um better positioning uh, absolutely. with everything so absolutely. yeah absolutely <laughs> a lot of reasons to train the glute yeah yeah and another one would be it has a connection to the lats yeah yeah and that's 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 a super important one the better you you are able to actually squeeze the glutes the better you can actually use the lats and that's super important for deadlifts so you deadlift just more and uh, because you just get this this whole lats just tighter and get it just more stable and on the other hand uh, another very important one on that is if the glutes are squeezed you can pull better and that makes a much much big it's, it's just a big difference for uh, uh pull-ups and chin-ups and stuff like that to move bigger weights there and also for uh all the rowing movements so for pretty much every pulling exercise even if it's for if it's from the floor or it's from the upper body you know you need the glutes you need them so they are always involved. So they are pretty much in the middle of the body and you need them for pretty much everything. So that's an important one. And even if you just do a bench press, I think you can talk about that as well. Um, you need the glutes for that for stability reasons as well, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I remember at one, one point I was uh, so worried about like 
my upper back positioning and my arch uh, that I almost lost the connection with the lower body. You know, I stopped thinking about the glutes. And then at one session, in one session, my coach was at a point where he was like, don't think about the upper body too much. Just uh, focus on squeezing the glutes. You know, uh, when you're starting off the bench, don't worry about the arch. Just squeeze the glutes and you're going to be well positioned. Like, man, when I did that, like, not only was my arch better without even thinking about it, uh, my connection was better with the lower body and I could use a leg drive more effectively because of that. Mm. Um, so, like, overall, yeah, I, absolutely. Like, we all, <laughs> again, we come back to that, you know, the glute. Yeah. Like it's your it's it's the connection you have like the upper body connection to the lower body and vice versa uh so we certainly we certainly need that yeah we definitely need bigger glutes to be better athletes in every in everything you know whatever yeah. sport is yeah. that you do if you have a stronger glute you're just gonna profit from that even as i don't know let's say you play baseball or cricket and stuff like that not even talking about base uh, uh, basketball or football and stuff like that e even those sports profit from having a stronger glute you know that's that's a super important one to understand because when you spring you know when you jump you want to do do a big jump for basketball and stuff like that what do you think where this comes from yeah yeah you're extending knee and hip And mostly it's the hip that gives you the power to bring that up. If the glute is stronger, you probably jump higher. And that's an important one to keep in mind, you know. And if you want to jump in front of you, yeah, it's the same thing, you know. It's I always the glutes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I think that this this I think we made it pretty clear that you have to train the glutes if you if you want to be a good athlete. You know, it's it just you just profit from that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we also gave some insights on how to train it. And um, I would like to bring one more thing into it. Um, the health standpoint is another one that I would always recommend to train the glutes because I've seen so many people having um, issues on, on squats and stuff like that because the glutes are not working in the best way. And that was always a thing. And here comes in another one that you also already mentioned. The external rotation stuff is crucial to have a healthy hip. This is super important, having a good internal and external rotation. And I have to mention that both of them are extremely valuable when it comes to that because you have to stabilize the femur. You know, and that's that's a super important one when 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 it comes to the whole hip um, thing because how many people do have some issues with the hip? For sure, for sure. And, and so, it's interesting also, like it, it's not only with the hip. It's like most of the times when someone has lower back issues or back issues in general, uh, it's quite often connected with the glute as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like either tackling that motion through like mobility and stretches and then maybe some light work uh like light light strengthening work like doing glute bridges or single leg bridges and uh like hip extensions up on the shin like that stuff helps a ton like i've tweaked my back a couple of times um i've had people in the gym you know have some lower back issues and whenever we like move the glutes either through a stretch or through a through a light strengthening motion That helped alleviate that, that pain and they automatically felt better. And that's it. Yeah. 
Yeah. So you see, it, that's the health standpoint is is crucial for that, especially for for us as we in this Western world that we are living in right now. You know, we, we are sitting, we're sitting so much. I mean, you right now are not that much sitting as you're always on the on the floor doing your PTs. But um, I think the most people that you work with are sitting yeah. the whole day. Best jobs the whole day come in the gym that's the only hour they move you know yeah so have, having that glued work that you sat on the whole time was super important and we have to think of one thing that also is a very crucial one here when you sit how do, how in, in what in what position is your hip the whole time your interflection your inflection completely and completely, to extend yeah. the hip is the thing that we need yeah. as to, to 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 bring on something that is just exactly the difference you know yeah, most, of it, yeah. most of the time people would really don't have this lower back issues from sitting if they would train this hip extension which is done by the glutes so that that's a, a the, the very big important add-on in the end for that. <laughs> for sure, I think like oof, I I tend to overlook that stuff, but it's really good. It's really important. Like that just gives another reason to you know have all of the exercises within the program, and then when you have that in mind, you just go into it with more intention and more focus. You know, it's not like oh, I'm training my glutes. You know. All the memes, beach gang, beach boy, and whatever. No, like this has its reasoning, and uh, I think it's really good that we went through it because I've reminded myself of why I do certain stuff as well. Yeah. It's super yeah. good. <laughs> nice. All right, I think we are coming to an end for the for the big booty talk. So, if you like this episode, please let us know. If if you have any more questions about how to build a big booty, just shoot us a message. <laughs> you can you can always write a message to office at strengthandskills.de. This is an easy one. Uh, or catch up with us on Instagram, stuff like that. Um, Nick Tibu and uh, Rado Bosic. You, you're going to find us there. We also have this strength and skills there on the Instagram and pretty much every other platform that you can find out there. So thank you guys. Please share this one with those who need a big booty. And if you have a girlfriend that is up to building a good booty, this is the episode that you said. Thank you so much <laughs> for your attention. Have a good one. <laughs>